you for downloading today's UWA Alumni Podcast. I'm your host, Josh Van Campen. Today's guest is Bernard Chia, Bachelor of Engineering graduate who majored in Information Technology. Bernard is the Managing Director at Alika. Alika offers complex and web development services, digital media advice, social media management, and digital leadership. Unlike other digital agencies, all services are under one roof, making them a one-stop shop. Bernard, how you doing? Good. Thanks Very so, good. Thanks, thanks for so much here. for coming in today. No worries. Now, it's usually your, your partner in crime, Zainong, who does a lot of the speaking on behalf of, of Alika. So... We appreciate you ba- making the time to That's come That's right. In. I kind of him get all the fame. It, yeah. It's my turn to shine <laughs> as well. Good, good. Now, really keen to see the journey of a li- liquor and how it's become, I guess, this major player in today's digital landscape. It all kind of started when you were 14, when you developed your first website. At age 14, what, what made you want to develop your first website? Ah, those days... Um, when I was 14 years old, I'm into gaming. I'm into like when you play a game called Quake, it's online through the old school modem. And I do have an established clan and we go to, you know, everyone log in at the same time to fight another clan. So my clan is called the KGB, no reference to the Russians. <laughs> um, and we, we are dominating. And one, one of the things we like to do is we want to brag about the results somewhere. So what I've done is I built a website for my clan. And this website not only posts the scores where we have a lot of bragging rights when we beat all oppositions, um, you can see my competitive uh, mindset from uh, such an early age. We also uh, built in a forum and all kinds of ways to have a discussion board as well. So that was when I was 14 years old. I do it, as, uh, you know, basically I love gaming in you know, the interest of bragging and that's it. <laughs> How did people find out about the website? Did you have to basically email everybody, this is the link, this is your, the login details? Yeah, back then that website is, is more not really for the big general public. It's really for um, you know people who are interested in Quake World back in the days. Uh, but yeah, I like to brag to others as well. So I did share it into uh, um, you know, friends, families and that kind of stuff. Very yeah. cool. Now, from there, I guess you came to UWA. Are there some memories that stick out for you during your time here? Uh, yeah, um, I mean, the, the best memories is when I had a few too much drinks, but then again, I couldn't remember too much of those <laughs> nights. Um, I love the clubs. Clubs are awesome. You made a lot of great friends, a lot of great connections. So what and clubs were you part of? The MSU, the Malaysian Student Union, uh, the Chunghua Club, and you know, participated in a lot of those ones. Yeah, and, and the river cruises and the dinners and all that. So that was pretty good. Uh, made some really good friends. And, and yeah, the other thing that... I remember a lot of this, the, the lectures and how painful a lot of them are. But it teaches you to be um, self-sufficient. You know, you got to do it. Otherwise, you won't succeed. Yeah, you're talking about in your bio that, you know, you learned how to be independent. Does every entrepreneur need to be independent? Yeah, that's, that's a cornerstone of any successful um, entrepreneur. It's like giving all these tools. I mean, everything is out there in the world for you to become successful. A lot of them don't do it or they give up somewhere or they leave things for tomorrow or stuff like that. And that's the difference. Similar from transitioning from high school to uni, I mean, universities, you know, you don't have to go to classes. But you, if you want to succeed, you should do it. And that's, that's the comparisons that I make. So where did this come from? Did this come from, from family, friends? Well, the first half of my life is from family when you have, you know, typical Asian parents that expect you to be distinction all, all over, um, lock you in a room and get really good <laughs> results no matter what, you know, and then, then you have no choice. Otherwise, they will, you know, kick you out of the house. Well, not that extreme, <laughs> but um, that's, that's the first half. But the second half is like you, you got to realize 
you gotta grow up you know in the first 18 years of your life the community is supporting you the rest of your life after that you need to somehow be your own man's man and that's what happened you know I just wake up realized um, yeah you gotta be mature 2008 you started a lick and it was established with Zion Ong a business school graduate and your good friend how did you create this business so the story was is like um, May 2006 we call up in um, Zion's bedroom. It was actually like a, a cell group, something we would catch up, fellowshipping, and then we have an idea. Um, let's start a business together. And I came from IT background. I, you know, I worked for an American sort of investment software development firm. Um, Zion's is banking background. Combine our talents, we can make things happen. And as long as we've got a few years in the industry, practicing and failing at other businesses before we start our own, that's, you know, it's a good time to do it. Yeah. <laughs> That's brilliant. So what made you decide, Alika, you know, we're going to concentrate on, I guess, the online world. Was there a point in your life where you thought, you know, you saw the growth happening and you're like, we need to get into that? With, with the online world, like everybody at the end of the day requires a website or some kind of a presence to promote their business activities or in terms of governments to promote their initiatives and, and like an information hub for all users to use. Um, once, because we know everyone needs that. And secondly, everyone also needs a, a, a way to connect to everyone else with it, which is where digital marketing, digital media all come from. This is forever a growing space. It's gonna be, we're gonna introduce new channels, new mediums in the future, um, and we're gonna evolve with that, but it, it's a growing space. And with today's talks on data and all kinds of stuff, um, it, it's very exciting what you can do, predicting trends, using um, you know, artificial intelligence to model future opportunities, coming to your website, stuff like that. We love that kind of stuff. Did you always want to run your own business? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, I guess it came about in uh, when I was about 25, working for another company. I realized a lot of the things that they're doing, I could have done a lot better. You know, I realized there's a lot of gap in the marketplace. I can service the clients a lot better. And, and really this autonomy, this kind of feeling, keep growing, growing, growing all the years until, yep, I can do it on my own. We were talking off air before because we talked about your first client was the city of Rockingham. I knew you were like, oh, how did you know that? Because I've heard Zion speak at a lot, uh, lot of events and he's always keen to, to share that story. What he doesn't choose to share and what you shared with me was that you only got that job with the city of Rockingham on your 10th attempt. Yep, yep. So, well, that was my first major government client. And you're absolutely right. It took us 10 uh, tenders uh, f 10 failed attempts eventually the last one we managed to get it 50 hours per tender average you can imagine burning 500 hours to finally land this one and even when we did you know go through the whole procurement process they were saying Bernie you and your team you guys are a dark horse of the competition you know you're up against 25 competitors but we love your energy you sound like a couple of boys from uni so hungry willing to do anything to make the whole local government su a success and we were we did absolutely everything, you know, we came on time, we did extra stuff, uh, and we got a, we really hustled. That's so what do, say. You, do, do you think the city of Rockingham, that was kind of like the first domino to fall for liquor? Yeah, they, they know that as well. And uh, to this day, they're still clients. And, and funny enough, they've just uh, approved the upgrade of the website literally a week ago. So oh, that's, um, that's another nice, nice one. That's very, very good timing. Do you attribute your success to anything like, you know, the great culture you grew up in, the work culture that you've helped create? I have like mentors, 
right? And I have a board in place. I have like uh, um, obviously for my parents, um, other successful people around me achieving things uh, and never giving up, that kind of thing. Uh, reading a lot of books as well help a lot. Those inspirational books about not giving up and, and not wasting time. Um, everything attributed to success. Um, I guess the biggest thing is like uh, you know looking at my family, looking at my dad. My father, when he was growing up and getting more successful, his goal is to add an extra zero at the end of his uh, um, you know pay from from ten thousand to hundred thousand, hundred thousand to a million, and, and so forth. And he's got a strategy behind that. Like, whoa, how do you do that? So I was trying to you know mimic some of the some of the stuff he's been doing and show him that you know I could be successful too. <laughs> and because of all the great success you've had, you've been able to support the local Perth community as well. I mean, you provide a percentage of profits to pro bono philanthropic yep. activities annually. What, why do you choose to do that? Yeah, a big thing about running a business is to run um, you know, a business that goes around the triple bottom line rule of success. When I say that, it means that you can't just make money. Make money making money is, is the obvious thing, otherwise don't go into business. But if you also look after the people within your business, which is the culture, and also philanthropic activities like the community environment, you build a very sustainable business. I believe in that because if the whole country believe in that kind of business model, we'll flourish. You know, you're doing good by everyone. Can you share some of the activities you've helped support? Um, yes. So over the years, we've done a lot of pro bono um, charities. Uh, for example, we've got you know early days of Samaritans Crisis Line. We've got the YMCA. We did some pro bono websites. Um, we did work for um, uh, there's a, a group called the Magic Code Foundation, where it's about uh, young kids who are you know who have maybe have autistic or have some problems or fear or this or that, but we give them some you know guidance, some magical characters that make them feel strong awesome. or this or that. We got that charity. Um, and do they approach you or do you approach them? How how does that that relationship get developed? A lot is through connections. Uh, every year we have the budget, and whenever you know they come up to us, um, they hear about us doing stuff like this, and, and they mention, "Oh, we need some help." And then we, we look at uh, what they're doing, and if it aligns to our values, let's just do it. You know, the budget is there, and, and and a lot of these cases we even do joint events where I also do some fundraising for them on top of giving them you know a website or maybe some digital marketing exposure. Now. I want to talk more about you personally. You were a 40 under 40 winner in 2014. What was that moment like for you? That was great. You know, my parents was there. They, they saw me. Um, yeah, got up the stage with other 40 uh, um, winners. Um, I guess it's just to, to show that, uh, you know, at, at that time it was like six years into the business. You, you run it up to this point. It's growing. It's stable. When you're still around. Um, yeah, it's just... To, to show that uh, we, we achieved something. <laughs> and Alika yeah. has won multiple awards as well in the, the years since then. I, yeah. I mean, do you as a company set out to win these awards? Yes. Um, it's, there's a strategy to win awards like every now and then. Uh, just to, at the end of the day, like uh, as the years go by, it's part of the media strategy, still, still be in, in uh, the spotlight. Um, it's actually really good for SEO, search engine optimization, mm. to have some of these big media players linked to you. As part of my, my sneaky well, you're strategy. A you, you know, you're, a <laughs> you're a Google partner as well, aren't you? Yeah, we're one of the premier partners, so one of the top partners with Google. So we've got to practice what we preach, you know, so it's multiple reasons why <laughs> you want to get a bit of fame out there. Yeah. Now, really keen to talk about Alika as a company. You have 45 staff, there, 45 plus staff there. Yep. What do you look for in an employee? 
the number one thing I look for is the incredible drive and the passion in, in their hearts, more so than skill level. Um, you know, if someone comes up to me and say, Bernie, I want this job no matter what. You know, I won't sleep tonight. I'll do whatever it takes. I'm going to do you free concepts, design, this and that. I don't care. I really want this job. They're pretty much hired. They've got 90% of all the boxes ticked for me. So is there many jobs actually advertised or is it people approaching you on the street? Bernie, come on, just employ me. Ah, that's <laughs> very rare though, to be honest. That's yeah. one in 50 or 100, to be sure. you know. Yeah. It's, it's harder, but that... that you know that's what I look for, and if anyone portrayed that kind of, uh, of you know enthusiasm, right? You know, give them my my, my card. You know, the, the contact us, contact my team. We would like to get to and know. And so, is that something you personally would love for people to just be approaching you directly? Well, I have a team in place, yeah. and for me, I'm you know I like to be approachable as well. Just let me know. Um, you can contact me through through my receptionist. Uh, yeah. So if you know, anyone has an inkling and want to you know. Um, put your heads into digital marketing, simple to complex websites, programming, that kind of area, be sure to hit us up. And what about if someone, you know, saw, recognized you, saw you at a, say, networking event? How would they approach someone like, like yourself to start up a conversation? So for those events, when you see some celebrities, I want to say myself, all right, see someone that you really want to approach, um, always try to go half an hour earlier and then stay half an hour later because you're going to spot more opportunities to approach them. Uh, usually when they're in a crowd, people interrupt them anyway, okay? It's okay to approach them, mm -hmm. okay? But if, if you want to come to a situation where, you know, you have the least barriers and, and uh, the most friendly, easiest uh, position is when, when there's not much people, and that's usually uh, during early, or if you're lucky to, to sit near them, you just, you know, talk to them, or at the end, um, you find some spots. It's just maximizing the time where you can, you know, find those opportunities. That's really good advice. And that, that probably touches on the question I want to ask you today is if you could give one piece of advice to a current student or even a recent graduate who's looking to start their own business, like what would it be? Uh, the most important thing I find for myself is uh, do not put off for tomorrow what can be achieved today. And a lot of people keep putting off, putting off, putting off everything, you know, from going to the gym or ambition or speaking to me at a function or whatever it is. They always put it off. But there's an opportunity there. And people always say, um, you're lucky. But that's not true. They create their own luck. It's because they attempt it. They actually do it. That's really sound advice. Now, what's next for Alika? What are you currently working on? Okay, so what's next for us is that uh, we, we're not, uh, um, we like to grow uh, sustainably. The triple line bottom roofing is in, is in my head all the time. And what's next these days if using you know, more artificial intelligence and, and predictive um, um, models for digital marketing. Uh, websites are getting more complex with more integration components as well. So the R&D and all this kind of fun stuff right, is happening in the background. Um, we also could be going to do more international work as well. Uh, but at the end of the day, it's all in a nice sustainable approach. Uh, the future is very interesting. And, and at the end of the day, we were still governed by Google, social media, Facebook, and all those big giants. And it's, just, it's a matter of just staying on top of everything. Do you, and we touched on before about uh, you know, your partner with Google. I mean, what's the relationship like with organizations like that? Uh, pretty good. Usually when you reach like, the premier partner stage, um, they have 
representatives representatives to come over here to support us, give us all the tools, uh, to give us and a bike for the office as well. A nice looking bike that uh, the tires are forever um, not filled. We should <laughs> we should use it sometime. It's it's, it's great to uh, as, as you know, like look like a trophy, um, but. With Google, what they like to offer us is the whole beta suite as well, which is all the new stuff they're testing, they're trialing. We get access to that. And uh, because of that, we can try some great new stuff for, for our opportunities, our clients as well, and they can enjoy some of those benefits early. So in other words, uh, we just got to keep on top of all the um, um, new stuff's happening. And what's a, what's a typical day look like for you? What are the hours that takes for you to run such a business? Uh, busy very busy because you, you try to fit everything in and I do have a young family so well, both not only yourself but Zion as well yeah he's got a bigger family than me yeah, he's competitive he wants <laughs> more kids <laughs> so for myself it's uh, pretty much in the mornings meetings um, and then you, you build a lot of partnerships and you know business development um, I've got a board to, to uh, um, see to as well on a monthly basis so com combine all that, and at the end of the day, we're also the last line of defense for anything that goes wrong in the mm -hmm. business. Uh, whether it's, uh, it's a financial issue, a reputation issue, or, or um, a delivery of a service issue, at the end of the day, it comes back to us. Mm -hmm. So yeah, it's, it's busy every day. Uh, sometimes 50, 60 hours per week, sometimes up to 100 if things goes wrong. And how are you managing your time? With you you got uh, such a young family. How do you manage your time? Yeah, everything's through my Google calendars. <laughs> it's pretty funny. Yeah. Even, even all my uh, home activities, I, I block up a slot, spend time at home, you know, have dinner with your family. <laughs> <laughs> you got to do it. The, the, my, my main advice is like everyone should have one single spot where they can, you know, govern all their activities. Mm. That way, then they don't have to look at different places. You know, you can be a lot more organized that way. Do you have set non-negotiables as well where you're like, this is the time I'm not going to be at work, no meetings. If a client wants to meet at that time, you just go, sorry, that's family time. Or do you have to be flexible with you running your own business? Well, you need to have both. You need to have slots of time where you're going to block it off to do all your proposals, this or that. Because by doing that, Right, you get your most productivity during that time as well. Yep. Okay. Similarly with family, all right. Yeah, my my wife, which it's all, all glory to her. Without her, none of this would be a success. Um, you need to give. You need to invest back in that relationship. Otherwise, things will fall apart as well. Correct. Yeah. So many entrepreneurs they do too much of one thing and not enough of getting that balance correctly. Now, if people want to find out more about you and more about a liquor, where can they find this information? Uh, well, we've got a website, obviously, with the, the company, www.alika.com.au. We've got our Facebook page, Alika Digital. We've got our LinkedIn uh, page as well. We've got Twitter. I've got my personal LinkedIn, uh, uh, Bernard Chia one So, yeah, you can contact us that way. Thank you so much for giving up your valuable time today. I uh, hope everyone really got a lot of value out of everything that Bernard shared with us today. Really appreciate your time, mate, and uh, hopefully we'll see you soon. Cool. Thanks. Thank you for downloading today's podcast. Hope you enjoyed it. At UWA, we help connect alumni with each other in our university through regular events on campus across Australia and the globe. To ensure you don't miss out on events near you, make sure your contact details are up to date and follow UWA alumni on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram.